Here's what I wrote today. I want to share this with you because it's important. Uh, People can be made to believe anything. If you asked me a few years ago if I believed that statement was true, I would have said, no, it's not true. People are smart. They can see through deception, and they know when they're being fooled. That is what I would have said. And yet consider these examples of nations of people have been made to believe falsehoods, such as the COVID virus can kill anyone and everyone must be vaccinated, that there are no side effects to the vaccines, and if they are, they're rare. They believe it is racist to think China made the vaccine and unleashed it on the world. Six million people have died that we know of, another million in the United States alone, and they've never been held accountable. And you've been told that it's racist to think that China somehow unleashed this virus when that is the fact. They didn't contain it, they lied about it, and it spread. And they were eagerly able to facilitate the spread by allowing you know, 10,000 people to leave their country a day, every day, in the month of January, when the virus was spread. And people believe this is not true. They've never been made to pay restitution. They haven't been affected in any, any retaliatory manner. And yet they were able to get away with a world-made or a man-made virus unleashed upon the world. And also, people deny the idea that our own NIH helped develop the virus. Even though there's evidence that clearly shows that NIH funded the research that led to the development of the virus and also that it's possible it led to the development of the virus and the vaccine. They believe there's no connection between the outbreak of hepatitis that we're hearing in our young children, liver disease, and the vaccine. They don't believe that younger people are dying at a higher rate from a list of other causes, and it's directly linked to the vaccines. Even though there is statistical evidence to prove that younger people between the ages of 25 and 49 died 57% higher death rate in that age group in the last year, not because of COVID, but because of heart disease, inflammation, clots, myocarditis. All of these are linked to the effects of the vaccine. Today, they are also being told that there's nothing to worry about with monkeypox. And even though it is spread through mostly gay sexual activity, that we should go ahead with celebrating Pride Month in June around the world and that we shouldn't shame gay people or people who have monkeypox. And this is coming from the director of the World Health Organization. In other words, continue to be promiscuous, celebrate your pride, and don't worry about if monkeypox spreads. Stay away from the unvaxxed, mind you, but go ahead and attend a gay pride celebration. Feel free to have unbridled sex relations with anyone you happen to look up and celebrate your sexual liberty for the month while this monkeypox is spreading. People accept it. In other areas, people, adults with college degrees, believe children can and should be able to choose their own gender, and they believe that because they don't want stigma to be attached to a person being confused about their gender identity. And what causes this confusion is the messaging that comes from from movies, from song, 
from Disney, from all uh, your local uh, teacher, classroom instruction. They believe the LGBTQ uh, philosophy is a good philosophy and that it, it prevents homophobia and it, it, it opens up in inclusion and tolerance. But what it also does is it destroys families and it creates confusion with children into believing that it's not only okay but normal to be gay, uh, which will completely disrupt the established family model for all future generations. In time, all the great and enormous benefits societies der derive from a strong family will be lost. Look at around you today. Look at the children of today. And an LGBTQ is being sanctioned by the government which is interesting. They've made it a protected class. All others who are outside of this class will be required to restrict any speech that can be deemed offensive, hence shutting down free and open discourse of the general population, which is also why we have the cancel culture, which also extends to literature and information online that might question LGBTQ policy such as allowing any gender to use any bathroom in elementary school, if you bring it up, you could actually be a terrorist. You would be considered a domestic terrorist and investigated by the FBI if enough school administrators complained. And school administrators are part of the state. And this is not just limited to LGBTQ. It is also extended to a lot of different health issues, such as gender fluidity, which we talked about, Vaccinations, of course, let's not forget that uh, we have people now who accept whatever limitations the governments impose in order to protect us. Climate issues, anything to do with carbon, essentially, essentially because all carbon is deemed a threat to climate and to surveillance and to social tracking to ensure compliance. Adults now believe that fossil fuels are destroying the planet by creating warmth which in turn creates a domino effect which every single life on the planet is in jeopardy. That comes from climate czar John Kerry. He said this at a recent World Economic Forum event in Davos, Switzerland. Quote, the oceans will warm and absorb the heat, which will increase storms and cause great devastation to our planet. End quote. All of this portends to a world where every storm, every hurricane and flood is directly attributed to man's behavior. And man, therefore, is in need of regulation to prevent the earth from destroying us. And in lockstep, all media reinforces this message, even down to your local weather channel. And speaking of the weather channel, they now dedicate hours upon hours upon hours of programming highlighting the message that climate change is real and is a present danger and that records are constantly being uh, broken to remind us of this problem increasing in intensity. Now, I live in Florida, and I've lived here since 2003, and I've seen five different hurricanes. And on occasion, I'm known to go back to Santa Barbara, which is where I'm from, and they are also a coastal city. And I've gone to the pier now for since my life. Same water level. Pier's still there. Beach is still there. Same levels. Every year there are hurricanes, but they haven't grown in, in intensity or in frequency. What has grown is our ability to more accurately measure those systems, but predicting them is a whole other issue. 
In 2022, Hurricane Assessment Report from the University of Colorado put out a different assessment from the EU models on hurricanes and the frequency they expect in the coming year. And even the models of local television weather stations who invest in lots of research and technology to estimate how dangerous each year will be in terms of numbers of hurricanes, and each of these agencies are different. There is no consensus. There is no agreement. There is no unison in the numbers. If they can't predict six months ahead with unity, then how are these same experts able to forecast global temperature warming? Satellites? Possibly. But satellites weren't spinning prior to the 1990s, so any data from that point onward is not even available for reference or comparison. By the way, there's nothing in the IPCC report that connects global warming with present weather phenomena. Not that I've seen. My grandmother's house sits on the edge of Sarasota Bay. She lives five feet above the sea. There has never been a flood into her home. Not exact science, but if there was a hint of rising seas, boaters everywhere would concur. There would be consensus, but they don't. But people have been convinced otherwise. The high energy prices is not the fault of the government, they believe, but because energy is harder to find because we can't use fossil fuels because they make the earth sick. And so we suffer, but we suffer because we feel we have to, out of guilt. Poverty becomes accepted because we did it to ourselves. It's the global Stockholm Syndrome. We agree with our captors that it's our fault we must be punished. So I remember growing up and I read about how much starvation there was in India. And if you go to India, the one thing you see in these rural areas are cows walking around. And it's because they believe the cows are sacred. That's where you get the term sacred cow. And yet these people are starving, but they've been taught and they've been inculcated to believe that a major source of food that could prevent people from starving is untouchable because it's sacred. Just like we're being taught about our fossil fuels are sacred. We can't touch them. They belong to Mother Earth. If we disturb that, then we're going to pay the price. So we don't touch the one thing that can improve our quality of life because we've been taught to believe it. This is what's happening now in the world. How is this any different from, say, like when the Catholic Church ruled people from 1300s to the 1600s and they would punish anyone who questioned their authority? People can be made to believe anything, including becoming captive to the appearance of being saved by the captors. And in this case, it is our modern government. Just today, Canada, through one man, has decided that guns are no longer legal in that country. And that if you have a rifle, you got to turn it in. This is unbelievable. This is in response to the shootings in Uvalde, Texas. Because government leaders are using the tragedy of a crazy, misguided youth and casting a, a universal net under the, under the auspices of safety to have every citizen of Canada no longer able to protect themselves, but instead must rely completely on the government as if this is a, a way of fighting gun violence. You don't think it could happen here? People can be made to believe anything, including being captive to the appearance of being saved by their captors. It is the lesson that we learn today. 
and it is the most dystopian thing I have ever witnessed. How do we wake people up? You've got to spread this podcast. There's a lot of dystopian podcasts out there, but they're not the same as this one. I've been doing this stuff for years. National talk show host, writer, blogger. I have worked and continue to work with some of the most powerful people in media. I know whereof I speak, and I can tell you that much of the media is in lockstep with the power elite, which means the deep state and those apparatchiks that operate the federal government. And it's corrupted. It's getting more corrupted every single day. It's getting corrupted by money, big money. I'll just give you one example. Do you know that Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos and there was a third person, I can't remember, they invested in this new lactate milk for babies. And it's called uh, BioMilk, M-I-Q, M-I-L-Q. And it's made from, it's genetically made milk. And these rich people, these rich folks, heavily invested in it. Don't you think think that's kind of interesting to invest in something right at about the time that one of the few makers of of a baby milk formula is no longer uh, easily attainable? That's just one example of how certain individuals like Gates uh, and, and, and Soros over in Hungary, these people think that their money is going to allow them to control humanity. And sure, they're doing it in our best interest. But are they? Or are they just just power hungry? And they feel that their answer is the right answer. And with the president, who gives the president this, un, this unchecked power to cut off uh, energy to a nation that depends on energy for prosperity, for movement? I mean, that's like starving the patient of oxygen and saying, you know what, you've had too much oxygen. I can't allow you to be that healthy. We have li- we are literally sitting on so much energy, cheap, abundant energy. But because most of Americans, including a lot of policymakers in Washington, have decided that they know best and that they're going to protect the planet because of faulty science and, and a lot of funding, by the way, a lot of money being thrown at green energy, and that's what's driving green energy. They're not saving the planet. They're saving their money. So we'll continue to have this discussion, but you have to share it. You have to share it with other people. You can send me an email, voiceonthespot at gmail.com, voiceonthespot at gmail.com. Send me an email. Send me information. You got something you want me to share? Send it. Let's do this together. Let's create pushback. We cannot let these people create a dystopian future. Until next time, I'm Jim Watkins.